Hello, I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry, and this is the Constitution Segment Recap for Episode 47 of Restore Freedom Weekly. This episode focused on freedom fighting in local governments and in local communities. The question really that we were asking this week was, do communities and local governments matter in the fight for freedom? We had a special guest on this week who has been working tirelessly to defend the Constitution in local government and to educate the Hispanic community about the Constitution. He is Republican National Hispanic Assembly State Chairman and the new mayor of Deltona, Santiago Avila Jr. He joined us to discuss how and why the RNHA brought the Hispanics over recently to the GOP and how he's going to use the Constitution as he now leads the city of Deltona. Remember, this is just a recap. So if you want to go into full explanation or see a lot of the details or hear a lot of the details involved, please make sure to take a look at the full episode that aired on Tuesday. And also please make sure to download or at least look at this uh, slideshow so, slide presentation, the link for which is in the description of today's segment. So again, to recap uh, and go over the basics that bring us to how we can even talk about local government and whether it's important or not, we need to recognize a few things that, again, we've been calling the basics. We get our rights from God, not the government. Our rights are to be exercised, undiminished, unrestrained, unabridged, uninfringed, unviolated, undenied, undeprived, unusurped, and unabused. Government's main purpose and responsibility is to protect our God-given liberties so that in my exercise of, right, of my rights, I'm not impeding your exercise of your rights. But government, government has no rights. We the people created our constitution and our very form of government. Government only has those powers which we specifically delegate to it. And all government officials are required to take the constitutional oath of office. It doesn't matter where you live, that's a requirement. And also, it doesn't matter where in the country you are, the U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land. It's supreme over the state constitution, over your local uh, charters, your local ordinances, state laws, and even federal laws. So again, the basics, governments are instituted to protect our God-given rights. We get our rights from God, not the government. Government has no rights, and government only has those powers which we delegate to it. This means that government cannot act unless there is a specific power granted by the Constitution, and government is prohibited from doing anything that violates the U.S. or state constitutions. Every government official, again, is sworn to the oath to uphold and defend the U.S. and state constitution if they're a state official. The question for the week was, local governments and communities have little impact on our nationwide fight for freedom, true or false? Again, this is something that you could participate every week on Twitter, Telegram, LinkedIn, Truth Social, YouTube, and on our own website, restorefreedomkh.com slash updates. 
So we talked about very briefly local government and where that's found in the state constitution. If you're in Michigan, you need to look at Article 7. That whole section is on local government. I was specifically pointing you to Section 17 and Section 18 of Article 7. That's specifically dealing with township governments. Then if you go to Section 21 and Section 22, those sections of the same article, Article 7, deal specifically with city and village government. The Florida Constitution, it's Article 8 that deals with local government. Again, the whole article is all on local government where I pointed you specifically to Article 8, Section 2, that talks about the establishment, powers, and annexation of municipalities. Local government in state law wanted to give you the specifics for when you're going up against a municipality or when you're tr just trying to get involved, when you simply want to know the basics and want to get involved and figure out what where their authority comes from in the first place. Um, in Florida, you want to look to, besides the Constitution portions that we just talked about, Title 12. The entire title is devoted to local governments and you'll see chapters 165 through 185 are all about different aspects of municipal government in michigan state law there is uh, really no organization or rhyme or reason to how the legislators have decided to enact statutes throughout the last 150 or so years um, but you can see Michigan statutes, chapters 41, 42, uh, 61 through 79, 81 through 115, 117, 123, and 124 are all the chapters devoted to uh, matters relating to municipal or local government. Uh, I also have in here, we didn't talk about it too much this week, but I left in here some concepts of homeowners rights that you might want to uh, remind yourself of different portions of the U.S. or state constitutions when it comes to uh, issues uh, with municipal governments and how they're handling certain situations, the context there that we need to keep in mind. Uh, also, same thing with due process of law. That's a huge thing and probably at times one of the biggest main constitutional concepts when it comes to how local governments are trying to enforce uh, ordinances or land use regulations or really anything in their purview. Uh, and of course, we need to keep in mind that every single public officer and employee of local government, the question is, are they really required to ensure all of those rights we just briefly went over are protected? Of course, the answer is yes, because each of them was required to take that constitutional oath. Again, it doesn't matter what state you're in, there is a constitutional oath of office, and there's a specific requirement that starts in Article 6 of the U.S. Constitution. So before we get back to our true or false question of the week, um, I wanted to remind you of some of the great concepts that our guest um, Santiago Avila Jr. was talking about this week. He talked about that local governments should be run, and he's saying this as the new mayor of the city of Deltona in Florida, that uh, governments should be run about, for, and with the people. 
Uh, he, in fact, he's doing weekly video updates as just one example of how he plans to inform his residents a bit more about the inner workings of um, things happening at the local government level. Uh, he also plans to do an, uh, a real good overview and looking at each and every one of the ordinances there to remove all the bad ones before they worry about trying to add on a whole bunch of new ones. He encourages residents of communities to trust but verify, even from members of your own party, that you need to make sure you are doing your own research and reading the Constitution for yourself. He emphasized the state and U.S. constitutions in that regard. And he mentioned that in getting involved, we need to make sure that we go to our own local communities. We figure out what specific problem uh, is at focus in the situation and then work on finding specific ways for how we can get involved in helping to try to fix it. So uh, with the true or false question this week, local governments and communities have little impact on our nationwide fight for freedom. Our guest speaker did a phenomenal job of telling us that that is false. And of course, we went into more detail with that in our full episode as well. But uh, I do invite you to take a look at that full episode from Tuesday, our way to get involved challenge from yesterday, and tomorrow's freedom fighting tools that we'll share, of course, on Friday. Again, this is constitutional attorney Catherine Henry. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share. Restore freedom.